This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. Ladies, your workouts are about to get an upgrade. The new Inspire leggings by Kalia are exactly what you want when it comes to activewear. It's their most versatile collection yet. They look good, feel good, and stay put. Using Lycra Adaptive Fiber, it compresses and molds to the body like a second skin. And it's unbelievably stretchy, so you can move however you want. Shop the Inspire collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello and welcome to the BBC Good Food Quick Bonus Recipe episode with me, Tom Kerridge. Let's cook together. First principle is to buy good meat. It's absolutely key, but it can be easier said than done. Our advice really is to find a good, independent butcher and to ask lots of questions. Try and buy big. What you want to aim for is to get a good char on the outside while keeping the meat juicy and tender inside, and that is very difficult to do with a thin piece of meat. I'd say that ideally each steak should be at least 300 grams and probably at least four centimeters thick. Or buy bigger and share a steak between a couple of people. When you've got your meat, make sure you take it out of the fridge at least an hour before you cook it to bring it up to room temperature. Fire up the barbecue, or, if it's raining, dig out a heavy cast-iron griddle pan. If you're using a barbecue, I recommend lump wood charcoal from sustainable sources, and make sure you use eco-friendly, non-impregnated fire lighters to avoid any fuel tainting the flavour of the meat. There are three ingredients in the steak, beef, charcoal and salt. Getting all three right is crucial. There's no point buying a beautiful piece of beef and using lighter fuel impregnated briquettes from the local petrol station. Now get the barbecue or the pan really, really hot. You're looking for white hot coals on the barbecue, which will take about an hour from you lighting it. Or on a grill pan, it needs five minutes over a high heat. If you're inside, Open the windows. There is going to be a lot of smoke. 
If your steak's wet, pat it down with kitchen paper. Otherwise, if it's wet, it's gonna struggle to form a decent crust. And then at the last minute, season the meat well with sea salt. You'll need to use more than you probably think is sensible, but that will help you build up a delicious, salty crust. Pick up a handful of salt in your right hand, steak on your left, and assuming your steak is the right size, throw the salt at it. And whatever sticks is about the right amount. Move the steak around so that every surface is coated. And if you're cooking a large sharing steak, you'll need to pat the salt in a little to give you more, yes, more. And if you've ended up with skinny minute steaks, you probably want to use quite a bit less salt. Assuming you've got a really good pan, do not use any oil on the meat or in the pan. If the grill's hot enough, the meat won't stick. As well as being unnecessary, oil sometimes kind of adds a hint of flavor that doesn't really sit well with good beef. If you're worried, you can cut a small piece of fat off the steak or ask your butcher for a piece of fat and rub it over the griddle pan with a pair of tongs. Finally, you've got to the bit where you stick the steak on. Leave it for a couple of minutes to start building up the crust and then flip it. Carry on turning it every couple of minutes until it's the way you like it. And don't forget to sear the edges. If the heat is as fierce as a grill in Hawksmoor, you might need to move it quite regularly to avoid burning. Our grill chefs probably do that every five seconds. Don't overcrowd the grill or the pan, just make sure there's plenty of space between steaks. To check if your steak is cooked, you can use touch, but probably the easiest thing is to use a probe. Cooking temperatures are a little bit subjective and perceptions vary from country to country, but our recommendation would probably be that the internal temperature for medium rare would be 55 up to about 60, medium would be 60 to 65, and medium well 65 to 70 degrees. Probably the bottom end of that range at the beginning and at the top end of that range once it's rested. When you're happy with how it's cooked, you put the steak on a warm plate, you leave it to rest. So in our restaurants, we rest meat at 56 degrees in a thermodyne, which is a really low temperature oven to assure it doesn't get cold. At home, probably five minutes for a single steak or 10 to 15 minutes for a large sharing steak on a warm plate will do, and then serve it on hot plates. Delicious. Thank you for listening to this bonus cook-along episode. For more information, head to bbcgoodfood.com and let's cook together.